Kia ora New Zealand, welcome to Sweet Chain Live. This is episode 100. Wow, 100. Brady, never thought I'd hear myself say that, if I'm being honest. Um, well, I was going to say, this all started at your, you know, like kitchen table, what, now almost two years ago? It, it did, it did. Um, who was there? Can anybody remember watching it? About two people. I watched it. You're in your old headset. You're in your like Venetian blinds behind you. Like the lighting was terrible. Hang um, on, it was hang great. On, hang on. Should we show a clip? Yeah, let's entertain let's our viewers. Let's see if we can find it. A eh? um, wait a minute. Um, let's see. Okay, I think I I think I found it. Let's see how far oh. we've come. <laughs> well we shall see we shall see right um let's so if i do this uh and then that um yeah uh, the suspense here, it, here to see some things don't change can, can you hear the music tell us if you can't hear the music Kilda. Welcome, everybody. Uh, my name's Matt Drake, and uh, you're tuned into Sweet Chain Live. This guy. Uh, this is the first uh, episode in a series um, of um, episodes live on Facebook that's going to give you a bit of news and features on disc golf um, in New Zealand. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. Um, we're going to be doing some, uh, lots of covering lots of things over the over the next. I don't know how long it lasts. 10, 15 minutes, maybe. Um, including uh, going through some of the hot schools from around the country. Yes. Um, we've got a little bit of international news. Um, we still uh, do that. We're going to be doing a lost and found. Um, we don't also do going to preview the events. Um, do the we're going to be doing a Q&A. So if you've got any questions that are, that are burning whilst we're, whilst we're doing this, then yep. drop them in the comments uh, below. And um, I'll do my best to answer them either at the end or um, after the stream. Um, can you hear the sound? Anybody? Okay, yeah. so let's Just let's get started then. Like can everybody else cover yeah. is um, hot rounds. Going to start down in the south. Um, big shout out um, to the guys in Invercargill. On a scale of uh, one to a hundred, for our viewers out there, and Andrew how Fleming. sexy is that headset? <laughs> oh, do you want to see it again? Just so you can make the yeah, yeah, there yeah. yeah. Leave that there for a second. How sexy is that headset? One to a hundred. What do we think? Does he break the 50 mark? Do we do, oh, it, do I hear 60? Uh, close, a bit closer to about sort of 10, I think. 10, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll give you a, I'll give you a 45, I think. Oh, Peregrine we got a 69. Says, Thank you, yeah, Peregrine. Of course you do. do, yeah, yeah. Now look, um, I, I have to say I never thought that at this point it would get to it would get to uh Does that have a date? What's the date on it? Uh the date is uh, the date on this video was just says one year ago, twenty uh, seventh of January, twenty twenty one. So when was that? That that's a, in a week's time, but two years ago. Two years. Yeah. So like, yeah, we uh, that's two two years going strong. I never thought it would it would it would go it would go that long. Uh, which course? <laughs> yeah, look, I so I used to work in. That's exactly right. I so I did. I was working in a in a in a in a contact center, and that was um, that was my work headset that I was uh, I was borrowing um, for the purposes of the podcast before I got all the all the all the kit, all the microphone, and the uh, all the rest of it. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a little bit kind of um, a little bit kind of put together in. Not last minute, but um, it was kind of put together in in a bit of a in a bit of a I don't know what you might call it your backyard shed kind of kind of thing. It's not the uh, professional um, outfit that it is today. He says, uh, but anyway, look, um, <laughs> it, look, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to go through some hot scores to begin with. Um, then we've got a, a we've got a breakdown of. The Dismania one in one in four, I should say now, uh, stats. We're going to go through some uh, the uh, data analytics team, which didn't exist two years ago. Uh, but the data, data analytics team um, have been hard at work pulling together some figures um, on the competitive disc golf play of the four um, 
guys who are left. And we'll also be doing a quick sweep of their social media because that's a thing. And uh, it's important to um, it's important to be um, out there presenting yourself as not only you as the player on the course doing the talking, um, but presenting yourself as a brand and representing um, the brands that you represent in a, in a, in a way that... Um, that, that is engaging. So we're going to be doing a bit of that. Uh, Rotorua, we've got a, a little bit. Of, we'll do a little bit of a preview. Uh, it's coming up this weekend um, on who we think is going to do well there. Then we've got some upcoming rankings. Um, sorry, upcoming events um, and rankings. We'll also be sharing with you um, something that we're going to be talking a little bit more about next week. Uh, but I can give you a little bit of a taster for it a little bit later on. So listen for that. And also we'll be um, talking a little bit about Wellington Centurion now. The other thing is we're going to be doing a giveaway today. We might even do two, depending on how we get on. Um, but if you'd like to get yourself, uh, if you'd like to get yourself uh, one of these, which is a captain, captain's rap, uh, raptor, uh, a Paul Ulibarri, um first run captain's raptor. It's one seventy three seventy four, um, and it's kind of, I don't know, greeny but turns purple if you. Yeah, I was gonna it. say it's that like chameleon color, isn't it? That's right. So it's so yeah, it's purpley, purpley green, but it's lovely. Um, obviously brand new. Um, but if you want to get your hands on one of these, um, then what you need to do is you need to um put in the comments below who during the time that we've been doing this, we've had like loads and loads of guests on the show from uh people who have started playing sort of a week ago to people who um, aren't really into disc golf, but do other things. Um, and disc golf is kind of a, 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 something they've, they've recently picked up right up to the, uh, to the, to the, to the pros pop down in the comments below. Who's been your favorite guest on the show. Um, and uh, if you put a comment in, um, you get yourself in the draw and we'll just spin the wheel at the end to win a captain's Raptor. Um, so yeah, let us know who's your, who's your favorite guest that we've ever had on the 100 shows, um, that we've had, um, here, many of them, uh, many of you, uh, you can vote for yourself. If you, if you, if you are watching this and you've been a guest on the show, um, then you can, you can indeed vote for yourself. Um, if that's what you'd like to do. Um, right. Okay. Hot scores, Brady, kick us off down South. Down south, as ever, let's go to Invercargill, hosting this year's national championship in Queens Park. Quinn uh, shoots a minus 13 to start us off with the hot round of the week. And lo and behold, it is still the Ethan Stout show at the Golf Club Champ Course. Congrats on your recent win. He shoots three down on the Nationals course, uh, getting ready for the big ticket event. Up in Dunedin, Chingford Park, Keith Steven shoots eight under par at Chingford. So well done to Keith. And Sweet Chain's own Francis Orange has the hot round at Brockville, minus 10. And he said he left some out there. He can only leave one out there, surely. <laughs> Apparently, one is enough. Uh, he's he's a hungry young gun. I can't wait to see what he does on tour. Let's go to the Wakatipu Basin. Let's go to Queenstown, the Gardens. Campbell Brown, 10 under par, hot round, nice shooting. Uh, out, let's go to the beach. Kalem Brash with the plus four for the hot round this week. Over the crown range, Wanaka, Lismore Park. Cooper Solace gets it done. Eight under par for the hot round. And Cooper will lock out uh, lock out Wanaka. So Cooper Solace and Flim Flan with a four under par at Ely Point uh, to finish out Wanaka. Up to the Garden City, hosting the soon-to-be Garden City Open. Callie Thompson shoots 15 under par at Jelly. Nice shooting, Callie. At Ascot, Jeremy Brockenshire uh, back on the leaderboard with a nine under par. And Warren Park sees James Candir up the top with an eight under par. Uh, lastly, um, wanted to bring back Taylor River Reserve. Finally, an 18-hole course. Congratulations to Blenheim Disc Golf. And Richard Sluter and Marty Coots shoot a plus two on the new 18 holes. What's the, what's the North doing, Matt? What do you got for us? 
Um, up in the north, Keith Furlow hits the uh, hot round at Berenpore uh, with a six under par. Uh, Ethan Stewart shooting well at Hikoikoi with four down. Uh, and Ben Morrison at yesterday's um, Summer League uh, hit the hottest round of the week uh, with four down at Harkle Park. Uh, it was a four-way tie at Linklater as Ephraim Russell, Joel Simpson, Mike Riley and Arthur Horn couldn't decide who was going to take out the hot round, so they all did with a five under par. Uh, and at Maryland's, Jason Mallion and Connor McKinstry had the same trouble in deciding who was best with a three under par. Uh, at Spa Park, um, we had Callum Petman hit four, 14 under, and up at McLaren's, Dane Sales hits a very competitive five under par. Uh, at Henderson, Byron Salisbury hits 13 down on the red course there. Um, so, yeah, so well done to everybody in the hot scores. How about that 10 under, eh? One eagle. He said the other eagles out there. Yeah, I can absolutely believe that. And obviously, we speak to speak to Francis uh, relatively often because he's part of Team Sweet Chain. So, uh, so he he shares with us his uh, his scorecards on a, on a on a on a regular basis. And you know, the ones he he puts on social media are the tip of the iceberg when it comes to um, some of the some of the stuff he's been doing. So, very well done to him. Um, right. So uh, we've had some uh, people talk to us about who their favourite guests were. Scott Stokely's come up a couple of times. He's been on a couple of times. Let's not forget. Um, that was uh, that's that was good. It's great to, to to talk to Scott. So so much knowledge, experience, and uh, it, I, yeah, just experience and like tales to tell um, uh, when we were talking to him. So uh, that was fantastic. Uh, who else have we got? Bob Gentle, super interesting. He is super interesting. Um, talking about um, lots of things uh, to talk about. And Paige Pierce, obviously, um, who we had on at uh, the beginning, of about this time last year um, as well. Um, either, the, either of the Stouts or Casey... Um, yes, Casey Brown's come up a couple of times. Remember that episode, um, Brady? That was a that was a fun episode having uh, having Casey on the show. She, um, she was a great talker, and it was it was fantastic to see how passionate she was um, about what she did, um, and and that really shone through. So uh, so yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say, I wonder if she's up to a hundred discs now. I know that she's been dying, and oh, that she's... way past that. Way past that. Yeah, totally. I saw a post on her Instagram that was like, I've just done my 400th disc in just over a year. Right? Like, that's over one a day. I think I think it was, she did like 400 last year. That, yeah, Peregrine. Uh, thanks. Uh, I, I think it was, I, I think she must be, Casey, if you're watching, let us know how many you, you're up to, because I know she tracks it. So I, I think she's up to, she must be closing in on, on, on 500. We'll have to get her in when she, um, when she hits that milestone. Um, Bray Marsden, yes, um, uh, hero to many. Bray Marsden, uh, it's been a great guest. He's been on more times than I care to remember, um, as well. He's got his own parking, yeah. Space. I was gonna say, I think Bray and like Leon hold the top spots with like three or four apiece. Oh, I think it's more than three or four now because I think Bray Marsden was three after the first year, and then yeah. in this year he's been on several times as well. Uh, enjoyed listening to Jane Watson of Watkinson. You got to see inside the mind of a top New Zealand player and what's needed to be at the top. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's 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 great that you know we're 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 fortunate enough to to have people come onto the show and, and want to talk through um, you know their experiences, whether they be ones of uh, from top players playing at the very um, top of New Zealand's game, um, or whether it's people who do things that are slightly outside of. Um, of, of, of playing on the course, whether it's setting up tournaments or, or dying discs or, or whatever it might be. Um, good to see. Anyway, if you're, if you've just, if you've just joined us and you're wondering what we're rabbiting on about, uh, people are naming their favorite guest. Uh, and if you, um, if you can, if you put in the comments below who your favorite guest is, you could get your hands on this captain rap captain's Raptor. Um, it's a, a modified overstable version of the, uh, uh, version of the, um, uh, regular Raptor. It's got a positive turn, which is never a good thing for me. Certainly, Brady, you've probably thrown one of these. Do they? Do they? Do they hook hook more than the regular? Oh yeah, it's like one hundred percent beefcake. I got a a skip par on hole one at Egg Monster in a howling crosswind. So yeah, it is a perfect uh, Wellington disc. Let's say. 
Excellent. So if you uh, if you if you live in a windy place, then and you want to get your hands on one of these, all you got to do is pop in the comments who your favourite guest has been over the years. Um, right. What are we going to go to now? Uh, now all of all of the time, pretty much all of the time that we've been that we've been uh, we've been doing this, um, we've the Dismania one in. Uh, well, it started as one in ten, and then moved to um, one in four has been running. Now, and I was just looking through the archives here, um, and it's episode seven, episode seven, ninety-three episodes ago, um, where it was launched uh, live on the show, and we had Leon on um, Leon Botter from from uh, NZDSS uh, to talk about it. Um, then, when uh, it went from one in ten down to one in four. And we and we were actually fortunate enough to um, have um, Avery Jenkins come on. So he came on on episode fifty-three, um, which was about this time last year, I think, maybe maybe a little bit later, um, and take us down from ten down to four. We're approaching the time now when the four will go down to potentially one, and I say potentially because I there, I, I, there, there was a little bit of confusion last week about some of the comments that um that, that were made on the show and i just wanted to clear this one clear this up and it, and this is also serves as a message to i think any kind of naysayers out there who who think that this uh, this opportunity might be one which is um uh kind of a, a a marketing activity or something which is just you know for for someone to be able to make a quick buck out of or whatever it it really isn't that. I know. I know a lot of investment has gone in to the ten and then the four to get to a point where one of them could potentially find themselves represented um, by Dismania and be on the Dismania um, team um, and potentially be uh, go forward and be a touring touring pro. Now there, there's there's certain things that have got to happen. We we're aware that um, obviously New Zealand disc golf is the standard of New Zealand disc golf is not as high as as it is in the states, um, and the top level um, in in New Zealand disc golf is being stretched and is being pushed and is being improved all the time. Um, so there are there, I, I understand that there's particular uh, minimums um, which people are looking for. But what we wanted to do today is we wanted to um, kind of go through and give a little bit of a, a an idea of how how are the four guys stacking up stats wise um now you might have your favorite you're going to have you'll probably you'll probably have the person who you're you're rooting for um there and but we wanted to share with you some kind of objective stats which uh which might help in uh in in kind of making um, not your decision, but like the the that might help in um, uh, you know your thoughts over who who you think should win. All right. Um, so look, this is I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing who comes out of this. Um, we've heard there's going to be more news about this at, in Christchurch um, at the Garden City Open, where obviously Avery Jenkins is going to be around. He's going to be able able to meet the four people in person um and watch watch and see them play as well um uh, which is which is going to be which is going to be interesting and then we expect that there'll be uh, a decision one way or the other or with a, some of the four um as we as we go okay so um let's jump into it then and have a look at the um where we are. So just to remind you of who was in it, if you were at all unsure or you've got a, you know, you haven't seen the show before. We had the Dismania one in four. This is uh this is the four people that it's boiled down to. Uh you've got Sebastian Faulkner, uh young guy from Christchurch, um, who has been very active on social media and uh and and been doing some 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 really good stuff. You got Connor McKinstry. Uh, the champ who recently uh, won Egg Monster a couple of weeks back um, also took out the Fling, um, and he had a win the week before that as well. Not maybe not the week before. Top that, water. 
the thermal Topol throwdown as well at the uh, the throwdown. So uh, so you know that's that was a, a good good set of performances by him. Um, Ashton Clark, a very good player from uh, from Christchurch again, um, has done a lot of commentary on Flexline Media um, for for, for uh, some of their productions. Um, and uh, Ben Willick, who used to be sponsored by Latitude um, a few years ago, um, and uh, yeah, has started the year off well, I think, but but um, maybe maybe slowed towards the towards the towards the end. Right. So let's have a look at some stats. Now this is purely based on playing, right? And we've taken events from 2022, so the beginning of 2022, January 2022, up to now. Right, so it includes Egg Monster, um, and so we've got number of events. Um, is uh, Ashton's leading the way there? Thirteen. Ben is on eight, as as we've said. Ben started the year off uh, by playing uh, plenty of events. Didn't play so many towards the towards the end of the year. Uh, then we got wins, and what the stats team here have done is that they've they've kept the wins to MPO wins only, um, and the reason for doing this is twofold. Um, and so let me know if you if if, if you if you agree or not, Brad. I'd be interested in, in your thoughts on this. Um, one, the person who wins this uh, opportunity potentially will be expected to compete in the MPO division. Um, so we've counted those divisional wins. Um, secondly, many people out there might be going, "Yeah, oh, yeah," but hang on, Sebastian's won like eight of those tournaments that he's he's entered, and yeah, in he has done it in in MA one. But here's here's my issue with those wins and chalking them down as a win, right? And I I touched on this last week. Um, is that the environment in which Connor and Ashton have had their wins this year will have been an environment where the three other people on their card are competing in the same division and are competing for the win in the same way as um as as they are at the very at the very top right the issue that i've got with sebastian is that because he hasn't competed in mpo it makes it very difficult to compare his his score against the um scores of the people who are in the mpo division so for example how would connor have have um have shot in any of the tournaments he's played this year, if he was playing in MA1 and you then compared him against the people in the NPO divisions, all right? So that do you see my do you see my point there? What what, what are your thoughts on this, Brady? Oh, geez. See, I have to go the other way. So, like, yes, um, as far as my understanding is that this is for a an open contract, so the MPO division, the mixed professional open. Um, but at the same time, as you well know, there is still plenty of competition in the MA1. And arguably, those stats right in the middle, your PDGA rating, it is you mm -hmm. versus the course. It is not you versus your competitors. You mm -hmm. know, like the idea that anyone on any day can win, you know, like you can have a hot round and like that kind of stuff. So the idea that Sebastian, for those eight wins that he has, seven of them being in the MA1 division, one of them being in the MPO division. Um, the idea that like there still wins, you know, like and arguably he's probably those tournaments that he played at. I'm pretty sure he finished in the top five of overall scores. As far as I know, the MA1 division for all of those tournaments have also played the same course. So the idea yeah. of like, yes, yeah. he doesn't have the wins, you know, but the idea that he to kind of discount him because they're not MPO wins. I, I can't do that. Um, you know, okay. like he has played in division. He has played well. He has a good rating. He's won events. The idea of having that pressure to, you know, go wire to wire to come back, you know, like all of that to win regardless of the division takes a certain mental aptitude uh, to do. And he's, he's shown that throughout the year. So I would I, I not discount him. I, I think saying winning despite his division suggests that there's a yeah. I mean, look, Peregrine makes a great point, right? If if Connor and Ashton played in the MA one division, would they have won it? The likelihood is, absolutely, they would have done, right? Which all would have, we, yeah, probably all of them. Now, 
what we can what we can what we can see here or what i can see because the analytics team have just forwarded it on to me is that ashton would have uh, sorry sebastian would have finished fourth um at what tournament was this he would have finished fourth at the fling he finished fourth overall i should say at the fling he finished fifth uh, sorry fourth overall at uh Twizel. and he finished fifth overall at uh Wahitapu. okay outside uh, and and so and and they're his top finishes outside of that it's top 10 so eighth ninth tenth finishes more or less more or less consistently um after that right so if he was competing in the MPO division, then he would he would have zero wins. And the issue I have with saying that it's a it's a you know I I'd like to see him play in the MPO division, and I'd like to see him play in the MPO division because I think the 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 environment that you play in when you're playing in that division, playing for the win, when you're not you haven't got a ten stroke lead on the on the rest of your division is different and i think the pressure of be of seeing your nearest competitor take a big putt and you've got to step up next i think that pressure builds up over the course of rounds and costs shots and i don't i i you know and i think that that's that that applies to most if not a lot of people right so yeah, look, that's anyway. There's a little asterisk by that by 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 that wins because uh, because it is MPO wins. Connor, three MPO wins. Uh, we mentioned them earlier: Topor, um, Egg Monster, and the Fling. Um, Ashton's win. Can you remember where Ashton got his win? Uh, it was Nelson Paul Macbeth fundraiser. That's right. It was the Paul Macbeth fundraiser in uh, in in Nelson. Um, uh, and Ben will like with with no wins in terms of the ratings. Um, what we've said um, is that he's got you've got um, you had started the year Sebastian uh, a bit lower than the rest of them at nine thirty three to nine seventy nine sixty and nine seventy uh, respectively. Um, but then he's jumped up, so jumped up twenty three ratings points in a year. Which to be to be fair, that's pretty good. That's pretty good to jump twenty three ratings points. Doesn't really matter where you are on the rating system, um, but certainly when you're already in the mid nine hundreds, to jump twenty three rating points in a year is um, is, is is pretty good. Uh, Connor um, has crept up to nine eighty one. He's knocking on the door of uh, nine ninety and a thousand. Um, and Ashton's had a small rise. Uh, Ben's had a small drop. Um, and next one, thousand rated rounds. I know we make a little bit of a thing about this on the on the show, and maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. Um, but this is thousand rated rounds in 2022 until now. Sebastian with three, Connor with four, um, Ashton and Ben with one each. And then their current ranking. So this is where they are on the sweet chain power rankings. Um, Sebastian's currently 12th. Connor is currently fourth. He moved up to fourth following his win at Egg Monster. Ashton uh, and Ben also taking places fourteenth uh, and eleventh. Any thoughts there, Brady, on the uh, on the stats? What does it What does it tell us? Do you think on the, on the players playing uh, play this year? Um. Well, I mean, like to me, it Connor's in front by a, a country mile. Um in like my opinion, when it comes to like the stats, but mm-hmm. uh, as was the example, when the one in 10 went to one in four uh, stats, aren't everything. And so, you know, the idea that there's more at play than just um, than just stats. And so like the idea of that's why I can't count out those wins for Sebastian, you know, and he also has a great like trick shot social media presence, a very much a like Wunderkinder, a Simon Lazat, like kind of cult following uh, for New Zealand. So like you can't count that out. Ben has a personal relationship and has like met Avery in the past. 
Like mm-hmm. you can't necessarily like count that out. Ashton is a Christchurch local. The idea that, you know, like he might have good connections with Leon also can't be overlooked. So as much as like these are numbers on a piece of paper and there are some people who have numbers that are higher than others or lower in the right spots, I, I can't count out any one of the four uh, when it comes to like making it to this next stage. Um, I wish I could. I wish, you know, like it was more transparent in like what their criteria are. Um, the idea that uh, when Discmania oh. does combines in the States, you like earn points throughout the combine when it comes to like, what's your driving ability? What's your putting ability? What's your approach ability? Like how far can you throw all of those like add up to, you know, like very much in like an American stats kind of way of like, sweet, whoever has the highest number, combined score like goes on and like gets a contract Mm -hmm. or, you know, like gets a nudge, but you know, like that transparency hasn't been here. Um, So yeah, the idea of anyone, in my opinion, anyone has a shot, Um, you know, like if, if it was me personally and like I was going to be sponsoring a player, I would probably lean towards like Kana, you know, like when it comes to play or maybe Sebastian when it comes to social media, but honestly, like Ashton and Ben are both great guys. They're both great players. And, you know, like all of them deserve this shot. And I think all of them have done a good job about representing themselves and Discmania uh, for the past 12 months. So look, I, th- I think that it's going to be, it's, uh, it's ultimately um, Avery's decision uh in in what's what's going to go here and i think that um, leon's made it um clear on his comment here about the um the level of uh input he has um for the for who gets chosen so my understanding is that it's avery's decision and that decision may well come down to um after he's had chance to meet meet the players um in in, in christchurch um, in a couple of weeks' time, um, and so yeah, look, I, th- I think it's going to be. Uh, and what have we got here? Yeah, look, Peregrine makes a makes a good point, right? He, he makes a good point that it's it's basically what flavor player do you want the nationwide top five to win tournaments? It, it, it's a it's a it's a I think it's a bit of both, and it's going to come down to to Avery making a decision based on all of those different things. Obviously, you want a top player, you want a player who's going to be able to compete, who's going to be able to put their hand up and get noticed but you also want a player that when they put their hand up again noticed actually gets noticed right and 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 is able to um sort of garner a a, a following or a or a um or a uh, an audience that will keep people engaged um talking of um followings um let's just have a quick look at their social media um so first up, we'll jump into uh, Sebastian. So this is uh, Sebastian's uh, Instagram page. Um, let me see if I can make that a bit bit better. There we go. Um, he's um, got 102 posts, 1,300 uh, and 1,366 followers, uh, which is incredible, um, which is very good. And if we have a look through the posts, you know, they just keep going on and on and on. And they refresh when you get down to the bottom. So yeah, they just keep going. He's uh, he pumps out content, and some of it's pretty fun. I don't know if you've uh, if you've seen many of his um, many of his trick shop videos that he does. I have followed him since the one in ten. Um, you know, like pretty much when it comes to anyone who's a disc golf influencer at all, I most likely follow them on all of their social channels. So yes, I typically see his posts twice. I'll see it once on Instagram, and then I'll see it probably the next day on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did uh, like that air bounce one he did in the crosswind. That was pretty good. I thought that was uh, quite impressive. Um, it's hard enough putting straight at a basket, let alone going under uh, <laughs> a pole on two chairs. Did you see that one? I did. I did. There's been some. There's been some absolutely incredible ones um, that he's uh, that he's that he's put together. Yeah. So it's been. Uh, and the skip base at Jelly is another one of my favorites too. That that's um, yeah, the one that comes to mind actually. In fact, is that this he spent one here? Like, I think he spent two or three days trying to hit this one. Oh no, that's not the skip ace. No, that's, that's just the... a Simon. Yeah. <laughs> the twirl. He's like, yeah, yeah do do do. Just another day at Jelly. <laughs> Don't need anything more than a putter. Um. So yeah. This was the like, what putter are you using? And this is he's yeah. using Link. <laughs> so there we go. 
<laughs> very fun very good to see and a, and a, and a huge following 1366 people is is nothing to be uh to be to be sniffed at that's uh that's, that's nah, that's yeah good. i was gonna say i yeah. think he of new zealand players he's got the second highest following yeah from what i know yeah um excellent Excellent. Um, just for anybody who's just joined us and you want to get your hands on one of these Captain Rat, uh, Captain's, I want to say Captain's Rasper. No, that's wrong. It's a Captain's Raptor. Um, then pop down into the comments who your favorite guest was. Maybe it was Sebastian. Um, we had Sebastian on the show a couple of months ago now. Um, and so yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to um, get your hands on on the uh, on the Paul Ulibarri Raptor, then pop in who into the comments who you, who your favorite player. Uh, who your favorite guest has been um this year right uh let's have a look at who else someone else who's been uh fairly active on um their social channels um is ashton um 620 followers not bad not bad what i where well, he's gone for the he's gone for the uh, initial logo do you, do you know what i mean like the the, the the AC in 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 a shape yeah. you know how if you, if you become a pro disc golfer I swear that's in like every single pro disc golfer's um like uh contract you have to have a logo that's your initials that are kind of uses negative space and are kind of put together somehow um to 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 make it look like a logo um that would that that's basically what you have to do if you're a if you're a disc golfer if you can name any disc golfer who doesn't have that then um uh, i can name great. two <laughs> what out of all disc golfers exactly so uh it's, uh, <laughs> it's... three yeah, no, like well... i'm just like off the top of my head so you got big germ uh you know like who's big germ and not jeremy calling so no jk you also have the practice yeah, yeah. prince if we're going with him um the idea of you also have robot chicken and chris dickerson you also have Zach Melton, which is just a picture of his face. Um, yeah, so my so, but that's that's not my point, right? Um, I, the, my my point. You is said very... that like nobody does. Everyone does that. <laughs> no one does something unique. I just gave you three examples off the top of my yeah, head. All right, all right, all right. People but doing it, things look, differently. There's, there's a there, what I'm saying is it's a very popular thing to do, and it, it it's a very kind of done thing. Is 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 all I'm saying. Um, it's the it's one of the only ones in New Zealand that I've seen. A uh, bearheart, actually. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That's, that's one that's of my favorite best. logos, that, Brian Hareheart yeah. for Discraft. Yeah, because it's because it's different, right? It's uh, they, he, there's there's been some kind of how can I stand out kind of thing about this. But anyway, um, back to Ashton. Um, lots of posts um, about uh, what he's been doing. Uh, what's interesting is that he's always got Discmania in the in the in the in the picture. Do you know what I mean? Most of the time, he's he's got the branding right. This might have been uh, this is this is back in the one in ten days, I think. Yeah, that's back in the one in ten um, days. I'm like, I'm in some of those photos. <laughs> um, looking young there. Um, he's put on the years since that was taken. But anyway, uh, the yes, so several posts, 627 followers, um, pretty active. So uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's good to see. Um, where are we going to go to now? Let's have a look at Ben. Oh, are you going to his disc golf uh, page or his personal page? No, so this is his disc golf page, right? So I've, okay. I've 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 stuck to disc golf pages because I I don't want I don't want people to be confused over people's personal pages, which is different, right? Um, I, I, I because if you happen to know a lot of people or you're older, then arguably you've met more people, so would have potentially a larger amount of friends than uh, than someone who might be younger so anyway uh this is ben's uh page uh this is his disc golf page um 327 followers 17 posts so a little bit um fewer posts than the others and paradise plates that was 2021 so that's over um that's over a year ago um actually paradise was when may was paradise in may june yeah um and that tilt and mutant post would have been from the one in ten because I have that same post basically just with two yellow ones. Oh yeah, yeah. So so yeah, so a little bit um a little bit less activity on 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 Ben's page. Um, and then we'll head over to Connor. 
Connor, what are you doing? Need to need to need need to post some more. Need to post some more. There's some great stuff happening in uh, in 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 Taranaki and and that you're doing and you're you're playing. So uh, love to, see. to be fair, Taranaki does have an active Facebook page, so the Taranaki Disc Golf Club. And yeah, the no, idea totally. is leading up yeah. to Egg Monster, Kano is in every video of every hole mm -hmm. playing using Disc Mania Discs when it came to previewing the event. So I know, yes, if we're basing this off Instagram. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And it's one platform, asterisk by the by the thing. It's, uh, you know, you it, it's, it's one platform. Um, but yeah. Um, excellent. Right, so look, there's there's plenty to plenty to go on. I don't envy Avery actually for having to make the decision. Um, well, I was going to say you have you have a team, Matt. Who would you sponsor? So if Discmania doesn't pick someone up, and you got a chance to put them on Team Sweet Chain, who are we picking up cool. this year? That's a good point. Actually, there'll be free potentially free people um, who who maybe won't have a team soon, and so uh, Team Sweet Chain could be open for business. Um, look. Uh, Look, they've they've all got they've all got um things going for them in terms of the in in terms of what what could get them uh could get them the deal right whether it's a a healthy social media following whether it's solid top level play whether it's a bit of both which I think Ashton does quite well he's also been getting himself into the flex line commentary which again is getting himself and his brand out there um or whether it's a history of people who have of uh, of being sponsored in the past, I think that um, you know they've 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 each got stuff that they're that they're bringing, and so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I can't wait for the for the, for the announcement. It's not going to be long now. I actually can't wait for the Garden City Open. It's now what two weeks away? Um, two weeks away. This time in two weeks' time, we shall be broadcasting uh, live from Christchurch, actually, in our first ever away broadcast if that makes sense um it's not done in wellington um and uh yeah we'll be we'll be previewing the event we'll have um predictions um and um odds and everything else and we'll have interviews with uh with a lot of the a lot of the top players so um so yes yeah, so a stand stand by for that um just while we're on it we've got a couple of minutes left if you want to get your hands on a captain's raptor, um, then pop in the comments below. Um, if you uh, who your favourite guest is um, or has been, sorry, on on the show. Um, what? Let me just check that I've got everybody so far. I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So, Brady. Um, let's go to upcoming events. Way to um, avoid the question, Matt. <laughs> look, look. It if it was me. Yep. It's you. I if it was me, I'd take Connor. There you go. Done. Yeah, me, boy. You wanted you wanted an answer. There's your answer. Main. So Connor, if it doesn't go well uh, over yeah. the next couple of weeks, you got cool. two sweet chain votes, Connor. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, buddy. Ben, Ashton, Sebastian, if you're listening, I love you guys too. It was great to be part of the one in ten. Um, but yeah, uh, Connor's got my vote this year. Though honestly, any one of you feel free. Uh, our our door is always open. Our phones are always on, regardless of how the decision goes. Uh, stay in touch. Stay awesome. Keep playing. Right. Let's get on to upcoming events. That's what we're going to do. Um, we've got a few events that are coming up. Um, we've got Makarepi this weekend, which is the very first one. Oh, hang on a second. I've lost where I am. Um, and then, Brady, do you know what it is next weekend? It's Garden, uh, not Garden City. It's down south. It's Heislander. It's Heislander. Exactly right. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you saw some of the photos that were posted uh, earlier on about some of the course maintenance that's been going on um, down at Heisland. Obviously, it's played on a uh, in a scout camp that doesn't hold a 
a disc golf course permanently. Um, and so a lot of the landscaping and stuff has to be done prior to the event in order to make the course playable. And they do a great job down in there in Dunedin. If you see any, I think there's still places. Um, I think Tom's still expecting accepting places for a few days now so if you want to get involved in that then uh, then um please do um because they put on an absolutely great show down in dunedin um if you get a chance to camp over in the event um then you'll have a great time it's a it's, it's a good vibe in the evenings um so yeah excellent um so we've got macaripi we've got wellington centurion this is happening on monday um it's going to be a we, we're, we're looking forward to it. Um, we've got our car sorted. Um, it's going to be uh, myself, yourself, Brett Carlisle, and uh, Jung Ha, who are going to be uh, trying to tear it up. And it's remember, it's number of birdies that wins. Um, uh, keep a lookout on our Instagram and Facebook pages um, on the morning of the event. So this is Monday. For all of you non-Wellingtonians who have to go to work on Monday, ha-ha, um, we'll be playing disc golf all day. Uh, but ne ne never fear. You'll be able to follow um, the results as we go through. We have a UDIS score, uh, scorecard, an event, which is all 101 holes um, and all the players who are playing. I think we've got seven cars, seven cars of people. So that's like, what, nearly 30 players who are going to be playing on... Um, on Monday, um, slogging it out for 101 holes. I'll tell you, by the time you get to Berenpore and you've hit hole 81, uh, or 82 is the first hole at Berenpore, it's uh, it's it's a slog up some of those hills, I tell you. But um, it's well no worth No way. It. I'm licking my yeah. chops. That's birdie country, man. <laughs> Them hills, well, it dude. Is it, it is for that, you. I need to do. I need to do a lot of my work prior to that. I'm. I'll, I'll per, personally. I'll be looking forward to, uh, to 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 playing Wainui, which makes its debut um, in this this year's Centurion. So we'll be playing two rounds at um, the Paul Crescent Reserve. Uh, shout out to Dion Rawadi who put the course together there um, in Wainuiamata. Um, it's a fantastic little uh, course. Um, homemade baskets. Um, you know, you tee from where people know the tea to be um you know it's uh it's 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 a it's a nice little fun place to 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 have a couple of rounds of disc golf in a in a in a, in a lovely setting and I, I think it it it's got that kind of it's got that kind of feel to it that it's the kind of place you'd go if you weren't playing disc golf and i think that's some what some of the best disc golf parks have in common is that they're just nice places to be if you're not playing disc golf do you know what i mean like I don't know. Harcourt Park is a fantastic example of that. It's a lovely place to go, even if you're not playing disc golf. Um, and there's plenty of parks throughout the country that are very similar. But um, yeah, looking personally, that's going to be my, my my favorite. And it's number of birdies that wins, right? So we'll be running everything. So there's going to be plenty of birdies and bodogies, uh, I'm sure, on the day. Um, but, you know, that won't matter. It's the amount of blue that you've got on your scorecard that's going to be what takes it away at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm definitely thinking that, yeah, Wainui is going to make or break some cars. And then, yeah, that long day, a uh, little bit extra time in the car up and over that hill. Yeah, Barrenpore is going to going to eat some people, but also Harcourt Park. I, I think, you know, you at the end of the day, you're tired. You're going to be playing Harcourt Park for those people who start in town. And those easy birdies, you think, oh, I'll get this every day of the week. And, yeah, mm -hmm. it just slips away from you that you leave that drive short. You juice it a little bit too long. Yeah, it, yeah. It should, it's going to be a great day. I love it every year. Um, I'm super happy that, you know, we came up with this this concept two years ago of of 100 holes in one day. Um, you know, like you, me, Jack and Troy. I remember that first year, just it the was, four of us yeah. going out just and playing. Yeah, yeah, that was good fun. That was good fun. But it's now grown into some monster, which, um, yeah, now I'm trying to sort of corral 28 people to go to the right courses at about the right time, just like herding cats. But anyway, um, we shall get there in the end, um, uh, I'm sure. Anyway, Heisender is the weekend after that. So that's the 28th, 29th of January. Then it's the first of the big ones um, down south in Christchurch for the Garden City Open. We'll be looking forward to that. As we've said before, we'll have shows on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday nights of the Garden City Open as we preview and review um, the day's play. Um, and we'll have interviews with uh, all of the movers and shakers and people who are doing good stuff. Um, Brady, I know you've got some, you, you'll, you've got some goals for, your, for yourself um, going into that tournament, um, as have I, and we'll be sharing those um, 
a little bit close to the time. Um, we've got the Queenstown Classic, which is uh, sandwiched uh, in between. But um, as I was told, actually, if anyone's looking on taking uh, taking a, a, a vacation and doing Queenstown Classic followed by Nationals the following weekend, that's a lovely little uh, road trip slash week away um, if you can wangle it. Um, and, and Are you uh, going van life again on us, Matt? Oh, I wish I was. I I, I really wish I was, but no, I, I've I've got I've got the majors, which uh, which which are preventing that. Else, um, you know, that would have been if the majors weren't as they were, then that would have been a, a fantastic little uh, little roadie to fly into Queenstown, um, and then take take my time driving to Invercargill um, in the in in the week in between, ready for the smash. Um, then we got Topol Paradise Plates and Brook Park Break um, take us through to April. Um, when we have a look at the rankings, um, the rankings uh, haven't changed since last week. So these changes are after um, after Egg Monster. Uh, Conor McKinstry moves up, uh, moved up one space. He's in fourth place, um, and um, yeah, not really much to say. We covered it kind of last week. I think looking at that list, is there any who isn't playing Christchurch in that top twenty? Is Cambridge coming? Ryan Cambridge, I would yep. have, I would have thought so, but I don't know. Let me, let me. Yeah, so like Ryan good. Cambridge, Jasper Vandermeer, Mark Duckeve, and like Tom McKay might be the only ones. I know Blair won't be coming. He's uh, been dealing with an injury as of late. Uh, he okay. tends to play North Island events. Popham should be there. Brennan, I don't know. Will he be coming down? And Willie T's been real quiet actually as of late. Um, so I know that he's got his two boys that keep him, you know. Full. So, yeah, so there's Ryan, a few players that might not be there. So, Ryan Cambridge is playing. Willie Taratna is playing. Sweet. Perfect. Um, uh, who else did we did we say? Uh, do, 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 do. Blair uh, Jasper or Mark Duckeve. Um, so, Mark is uh, not playing, um, uh, but Jasper is uh, based in Christchurch. Okay. Yeah. So, that's, um, yeah. So, that, so, one player out of the top 10. Um, and all of the top nine um, will be playing. Um, and then outside of that, Tom McKay, I would have thought, would be there. Um, he might be in the MP40 division. Uh, yeah. No. Well, yeah, and I know he takes off like the week before Heislander because there's so much work on that course. Like massive shout out. If you're in Dunedin or you have any chance to go support Heislander, please do. Tom McKay yeah. and the rest of the Dunedin crew, the uh, Switzerland, I guess, of, of New Zealand disc golf down there. They got great things going. The Heislander is their marquee event. Please go support. Great yeah. course, great club, um, wonderful event to be a part of if you can make it. Yeah, I, I went last year and had an absolute blast. It was it was it was great fun, great fun. Uh, right. Um, so we've done that. We've done that. We've done that. Now, um, just the last thing to say is next week, next week, episode one hundred and one, um, we will be um, talking about a new thing that's coming out um, that I'm so happy to be able to launch because I, I I hinted at this before Christmas. And I didn't know if it was going to be possible to get it kind of up and running, but I'm so glad that we've managed to get it up and running um, in time for major season. Um, so big shout out to the um, uh, to the web development and to the um, the the technology team here at, at Sweet Chain Music. They've done an absolutely sterling job um, in getting us up to speed on this. Now, so here it is. Every week. Brady and I give our tips on who we think is going to play well, who who uh, at tournaments, who we think is going to win, who we think is going to take it out. Uh, for example, Rotorua this weekend. Who do we think is going to take out the division uh, at Rotorua, uh, Brady? I mean, number one on power rankings isn't Mister RPM Jackson Sullivan going down? Uh, he will be there. Yes. Let's uh, let me just put the um, the isn't MPO. he at like a one to one? I, I presume like you wouldn't actually make any money on him. He's that much of a favorite. So, <laughs> He's like Sebastian so, in the MA1 division. 
Uh, yeah, so look, uh, Jackson Sullivan is the favorite um, at 1.3. So if you bet $100, then you'll get $30 back uh, plus your Woo-hoo! stake. So um, so yeah, Simon Feasy uh, is at 4.4 and Mark Dakiv is at 8.8 um, to take out the uh, weekend's division. Everybody else is um, uh, longer odds than that. Um, but it's, it's quite a little tight, pretty competitive i would say outside of probably the top three or four that's a pretty tight division you know um well like and honestly like jimmy can always put some good rounds together he's won events in the past and he can get hot same with mario mario's kind of like that sleeper pick and honestly even joel joel's been doing a lot of work in link letter he's kind of my dark horse for the weekend i'd love to see him put together Mm. some good rounds but the longer course yeah. and the low ceilings might catch Joel, so we'll see. Mm. Um, anyway, well, we're, we're, we talk every week about who we think is going to win. And you're probably sat there, you might be sat there going, nah, they've got that completely wrong. You don't know anything. Um, and I think this person's going to win. Well, sweet chain tipping is coming. So next week, we'll have more information about how you can be involved in sweet chain tipping and the competition around tipping and betting on the um, the best uh, or the results of tournaments. Now, the way that it's it's set up is it's not just going to be pick the winner of the MPO. We'll have we'll have lots of div, uh, divisions represented, um, and we'll even have mid tournament. What you know? What's the best round tomorrow going to be? Uh, over or unders, that kind of thing. It's a uh, it's it's a little bit of fun. Um, there's there's no there's no monetary there's no payment required. Um, it's it, it's it, it's just a bit of fun to see who knows New Zealand disc golf the best. Who can tip um, the winners of um, respective divisions and competitions and uh, and the results? Going to be a lot of fun, Brady. I know that um, you know you've you've seen a preview um, of the of 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 it so far, as have um, most of Team Sweet Chain and a, and a select few other people who we've been uh, doing some testing with. Um, uh, have seen it, and we're going to be doing some more testing over the weekend with Rotorua. And then next week, when we launch, you'll be able to tip on Heislander and who you think um, is going to take out um, Heislander at um, uh, down in Dunedin. And then obviously, we'll have it all set up um, for the Garden City Open um, when that comes along as well. So uh, look, even if you're not a betting man uh, or a betting lady, um, then it's something that you can get involved in um, and you can you can have a bit of fun with it. You get virtual currency. It doesn't cost you any money. You never run out because you've got a little daily loot box you can go in and collect if uh, if you're so inclined. So you'll always have some coin there to, to chuck behind your favorite player. You never know uh, if they win. Who knows? Uh, we'll try and run some tournaments with it, so uh, so we can we can we can see who's 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 the best over a, over a period of time, and there'll be some perhaps some more giveaways and some more um, uh, some some more prizes up for grabs as well. But anyway, more details on that next week. There is one final thing that we need to do for today, and that's to decide Spin who the, wheel. the captain Ra- uh, captain's raptor. Um, now I think I've got everybody in who said that they wanted to be in. Uh, let's just have a quick look. Um, Wait, am uh, I allowed to comment? Can I go in? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, there we are. Right, here we go. Um, so I think that's everybody's name. Is that everyone's name? Looks like it. You can't see that. I can. There we are. Um, I think that's everybody's name. Um, if you're if you have entered, but your name isn't on that list, do you want to scroll um, down for a second so that they can see the bottom of the oh, list? Sorry, yeah, I will. I, but it's, you can also see it spinning on the wheel. But yes, um, there's the there's the names. Dude, I can't um, rotate my computer that fast to read those names on the wheel. Aren't aren't you sat on a spinning desk as it is? Oh, yeah, it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> if you if you still want to enter, you've got about thirty seconds before I click the button. So uh, put in who's your favourite guest has been um, in the whole time we've been running this um, hundred episodes. Um, 
probably close to about 100 guests actually because some of the episodes we've had like six people on so um you know it's uh it probably evens itself out um in the end um but yes right no more comments right that's your that's your lot let's spin the wheel see who wins this um look um if you're gonna be if you're gonna be uh oh we've got one more all right <sighs> tough one you got you got in you got in just just in time you're the last one all right um let me put you in Right, there we go. Um, now, if you're going to be in Christchurch, I shall give this disc to you in Christchurch. All right, um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, ship it if there's no point. I'm going to see you in two weeks anyway. Um, so, uh, if you're going to be in Christ, if you're based in Wellington, I'll give it to you next time I see you. Um, uh, otherwise, um, most people, a lot of people, will be in Christchurch, or I shall give it to somebody who lives in the same town as you, um, who I see in Christchurch. So, uh, be on the lookout. Here we go. Three, two, one. Enough faffing around. Who's going to win? Where's it going to stop? <clears throat> it's going to stop on Wayne Bam! Brown. Let's go. Congratulations, Wayne. Um, you have won yourself this Captain's Raptor. Um, and let's just see if we can find out who his favourite um, guest was. Uh, there he is. Scott Stokely and Casey Brown. Oh, I wonder why Casey Brown. Oh, I expect a really sick um, die on this disc when he gets it. It could be a tough one to die, I have to say, but I don't know. Casey can do uh, some pretty cool stuff. If anyone can do it, we'll Casey see. can do it. And I've like seen some epic maybe. dies in Wayne's brown in Wayne's bag. Have you seen the dies? Okay. Like the wraith that she did for him, that's the reaper on mm -hmm. the top, is incredible. He aced with it in uh, like Brockville, I think. Oh wow! Okay, well, look, it's it's premium plastic, so it's good. it will take the die well, uh, and maybe like I don't know about the stamp, that might be a pain to get off. But anyway, Casey knows what she's doing. So, uh, so Wayne, this will be coming to you if you're playing in Christchurch. I shall see you in Christchurch. Otherwise, I shall give it to somebody who lives in Dunedin, um, and they'll get it down to you. All right. Um, so, congratulations to Wayne. Um, yeah, so that's it for us this week. Uh, wherever you're playing disc golf, take it easy, play well, get some birdies, and we'll see you next week. Cheers.